Welcome to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast with your host, Greg Shepard. Greg is a fee-only financial advisor who specializes in helping those in higher education to take control of their retirement. Since 2001, Greg has helped employees all over the country make the most of their retirement plans. Hey folks, Greg Shepard here from Higher Ed Retire Podcast. As always, I appreciate everybody out there listening to this silly little podcast. Well, guess what? This silly little podcast is garnering some attention. It's getting some traction. So my goal is always to educate you as much as I can, to give you information that you're not going to find in most places, especially those, I'll call them cattle calls, that you find at your universities where everybody's, well, now Zooming and asking questions that don't even relate to you and um, and you're not going to get a straight answer anyways, okay? So the last episode I did was a Roth 403B. I deconstructed what it was, is, and I gave you two examples of folks that are my clients that are actually using them, it, using it, the Roth 403B. I got a number of questions from that episode. Now, of course, I'd love to know everybody out there, but I don't know you from Adam, right? So it's very difficult for me to give advice to folks. It's impossible for me to give advice for, to folks that I don't know. So what I did is I came up with uh, three types of people that should benefit, that could benefit from a Roth 403B and then transitioning into four questions you need to ask yourself as an employee, as a person, and see if a Roth 403B would be advantageous to you and therefore you take an action upon that. So before we get going, let me introduce myself or reintroduce myself for those of you that have no idea who I am. Again, my name is Greg Shepard. I'm an investment advisor slash financial planner here in the Kansas City area. Actually, I'm in my basement in a suburb of Kansas City today. I deal with those in higher education all over the country. So you don't have, most likely, you don't have a retirement plan that I haven't seen before or dealt with. So I do deal with folks on the individual level, not the university level. So folks like you that are listening out there. Let me also state that if you find yourself in the weeds, a little confused about the topic here today, you are not alone, okay, please. Uh, There are other topics, other podcasts that I talk about your retirement plan, university retirement plan on my website, www.safinancialservices.com. Folks, feel free to shoot me an email. I am not going to be bothered by it. Uh, You don't have to be a client of mine to email me. Again, my goal here is to help you. So my email is greg at shepherdfinancial.com. Shepherd is spelled S-H-E-P-A-R-D. Probably not the way you think it's spelled, but nonetheless, it is spelled that way. I can't tell you how many people have thought they sent me emails, and they sent it to the Shepherd of the Hills instead of me. Let's move on. Uh, Okay, we're first going to talk about who might benefit from a Roth 403B, and this kind of spills into the four questions as well, but... The first person that should be thinking about a Roth 403B are those youngins out there, those whippersnappers. So anyone, of course, anyone starting their career, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you're pushing it. I know your 50s. If you're in your 50s, you're young in the sense of life. Might be getting a little long in the tooth for a Roth 403B, but certainly take a look at it. Obviously, if you're younger, the more, uh, the more years you have for that income. I'm sorry, not income, but earnings to grow tax-deferred and then come out tax-free. So there's the first type of person. Second type of person, highly compensated. So if you find yourself in a, in a position in higher ed that is highly compensated, typically administrative or maybe the medical world of higher ed, 
then the Roth 403B may be a good place for you. I have many clients that take advantage of this because as I'm going to get into, no income limits for the Roth 403B. Next, kind of the same bucket as your high wage earners, uh, but folks that want to leave tax-free money to their beneficiaries. Awesome estate planning tool that we've done time and time again. Uh, there's no more, no, no, nothing else to add to that. If you want to leave money to your heirs tax-free, a Roth 403B is an excellent way to accomplish this. Now, I'm going to get into four questions you should ask yourself. If the answer to one of these questions is yes, then you are a good candidate for a Roth 403B. Let me also state that if you want to go down the path of exploring a Roth 403B, you have three choices that I can think of at least. One, do it yourself. That's fantastic. Uh, absorb all the information you can, like this podcast, and then travel that journey on your own. It's, it's, it can be done. Okay, If you know what you're doing, do it on your own. That's fine. Second is hire an advisor you know, like myself, a fiduciary that knows the retirement plan that you're in. I can't tell you enough, folks, that I contact uh, you know, folks just like yourself. They say they have an advisor, and I start asking them, great, then you're in the Roth 403B or you've looked at it, and you're in the brokerage link no matter what age you are, and blank stares, or I guess I can't see them through email, but they, they e email me back. Tell me that I have no idea what I'm talking about, and that leads me, leads me to believe that their current advisor has no idea what they're talking about. If they did, they would be uh, especially brokers linked. They would be in these features. So second option is hiring an advisor. And excuse me as I um, my voice might trail off a little bit. I, I'm, I'm battling a common cold, nothing to do with COVID, thank God. Uh, but my voice is uh, a victim of this common cold. Third which I don't believe to be an option, to be honest, but uh, talking those those reps over at Fidelity and Tia, they don't know you from Adam. Their job is not a fiduciary advisor, but an employee of the respective firm, which is great. They're great people, but uh, they are not fiduciaries and don't necessarily have your best interests um, at mind. But they'll ultimately do what uh, Big Brother tells them to do, which is Tia Kreff or or Fidelity. So let's get into the questions that you need to ask yourself first. Will you being a higher marginal tax rate in retirement than when you were during your working years. Okay, now this is a question that nobody can really answer with a high degree of certainty. You know, what's a little surprising is that marginal income tax rates have declined over the last two decades. I would not have guessed that. Probably you wouldn't have either. But if that continues, so if tax rates were to continue to, to decline, a traditional pre-tax 403B might be uh, a better option for you, okay? Now, hang with me here, but the same is going to be true for individuals who expect their marginal tax rate to be lower in retirement as a result of a lower income at retirement. Makes sense on the surface, but folks, I've been doing this for 20 years. Very rarely do folks' income tax brackets change that drastically. Keep this in mind. Folks, when you retire, you are going to spend money. Most of you are. In order to spend money, you have to continue to make it from various sources. All right. I see p folks that 10 years after retirement, okay, if you retire at 65, so 65 to low, mid-70s, you are spending money. Cars, trips, you name it, you're spending it. Okay, hobbies, whatever the case is. So if you've done a good job, of retirement planning, 
your retirement income probably isn't going to change very much. Again, caveat, if you've done a good job. So I'm going to give you two scenarios here. Very simple. Tax rates go up, tax rates go down. And then you can take it from there. You all are smart people out there. So if tax rates rise between now and when you retire, paying taxes now through a Roth 403B will likely yield a higher after-tax retirement benefit than a traditional pre-tax 403B. If tax rates decrease between now and when you retire and take money out, deferring taxes now in a traditional pre-tax 403B will likely benefit you more at retirement. Makes total sense. If you're in the weeds again, shoot me an email. I'd be more than happy to help you out. Question number two. Can you afford to maximize my contributions, your contributions, and save up to the IRS limit? So this question really surrounds some emails I got about contribution limits and some tangents off that. But basically, if you're in a position where you can maximize your contribution limits, at least look into the Roth 403B. Why I say this, no matter how old you are, now, of course, if you're older in the game, there's some things around that. But if you're, um, you know, under 60, folks, let's look at splitting your contributions. So if you're, if you're in a position where you can maximize your contributions, look into splitting the pot, 50% pre-tax, 50% pr uh, post-tax. Okay, so we have two buckets of money at retirement to choose from. One you pay income taxes on, one you do not. Question number three, as I alluded to earlier, do you want to leave tax-free money to your beneficiaries? So your beneficiaries, uh, they may be able to receive your Roth account tax-free if you die or when you die. It's not a matter of if, it's when. Sorry, folks. Additionally, you can roll Roth 403B funds into a Roth IRA, potentially delaying minimum required distributions from those amounts during your lifetime. Again, a convoluted subject. If you think you want, well, if you want some more information about that, just send me an email. I'd be more than happy to expand upon that. But basically the question is, do you want to leave tax-free money to your heirs? Moving on. Question number four. And I've already hinted around this a few times, but do you make too much money today to invest in a Roth IRA? So unbeknownst to a lot of folks, there is a Roth 403. First of all, there is a Roth 403B feature, okay? That's unbeknownst to a lot of folks. Going in even further, a lot of high-wage earners, which I have plenty of as clients, had no idea they could contribute post-tax, tax-deferred, coming-out tax-free money inside their university retirement plan. That's what a Roth 403B is. They cannot contribute to a Roth IRA. I can't, um, geez, I can't tell you off the top of my head what the, I'm sorry, the income limit is for a, a Roth IRA. Just Google it. Google 2021, or if you listen to this in 2022, Roth IRA uh, income limits, and it tells you right there. Very easily Googleable. Okay, so if you're above that, uh, you can't contribute to a Roth IRA, but there are no income limits in a Roth 403B. Not only that, the contribution limits are a lot more in a Roth 403B than they are in a Roth IRA. Okay, it's so much more advantageous, that Roth 403B, than a Roth IRA. Okay, so those are the four questions. If you find yourself answering yes to one or all of them, many of them, please, folks, do yourself a service, do your future self a service, and take a look, take a gander at the Roth 403B. Now, 
Uh, pushing forward here, some things to remember. I already touched upon uh, the one thing I have written down here, but you can split those contributions up. You don't have to maximize the contributions. Even if you're putting in 200 bucks a month, you can split it 30-70, 50-50, post and pre. I have all kinds of clients doing that. Why can someone please email me an argument for not having two buckets of money at retirement to choose from? Now, of course, there's going to be some weird situations that I'm not thinking about that might apply to someone making the case where only post or pre would, uh, you know, 100% of that would make sense. But for the most part, two bucks of money to choose from at retirement, folks. I do this for a living. I myself, through conversions, have two bucks of money to choose from at retirement. Now, another thing to remember that your, your, your take-home pay is going to be less than it would be if you made an equivalent traditional pre-tax 403B contribution. Okay, that's because the income taxes, when you go into a Roth, income taxes have to be withheld and paid on that Roth 403B contribution. So let me give you a quick example here. We'll use salary. I, I have Sally written down here. Sally is going to earn $40,000 annually at her higher ed institution job. She's going to elect to put 6% of her Roth 403B and 6% of her traditional pre-tax 403B away each month. So Sally's monthly contribution into each account, Roth 403B is $200, traditional pre-tax 403B is $200. Okay, with me so far, pretty simple. Now, salary, <laughs> Sally's reduction in take-home pay will be different. Okay, so uh, Sally's Roth 403B take-home pay Remember, she's putting in $200. Her reduction in take-home pay is going to be $200. Into the pre-tax 403B, Sally's reduction in take-home pay is going to be $150. So there's a difference there, okay, of $50 in, in this situation. Sally, just for compliance purposes, this example is based solely on an assumed federal income tax rate of 25%. No other payroll tax deductions or any other kind of deductions are taken into account. Your own results will be based on your Individual tax situation. Okay, folks, that's pretty much all I had for the uh, for the questions you should ask yourself about the Roth 403B. Again, it's a pretty popular topic, so feel free to contact me, Greg, at shepherdfinancial.com. Check out the website, www.safinancialservices.com, where you'll find all kinds of informative podcasts surrounding your university retirement plan. All right, so I hope you took away one or two actionable ideas, folks. Greg Shepard here from SNA Financial Services. Take control of your retirement today. Thanks for listening to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast. Just because this episode is over doesn't mean you can't continue your retirement journey. Please visit www.higheredretire.com to see how you can work with Greg or to simply ask him a question. Thanks again. S&A Financial Services is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.